Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of So She Slay Show. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey. We're so happy to have you here. So today we have our wonderful guest, Danny, our business of partnerships. You catch her on IG Live all the time, which she's amazing at. Jeff, her wonderful boyfriend, and our amazing friend, Aaron. I'm sorry, my best friend, Aaron. So today, Heather and I and all the team were talking about relationships from our 20s and our 30s. So here we um, are. I feel like it changes a lot from your 20s and your 30s. I feel like what you're looking for is very different. But I think where you are physically too is different. Like if you're in a small town versus a city, I feel like it's different. So let's go ahead and let's talk about your dating experiences. Uh, like Let's kind of synopsis it in your 20s uh Danny Jeff you guys want to go first yeah so um we are together so and over 30 I'm over 30 and uh, or I'm 30 oh yeah I'm over 30 31 yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) um but dating in my 20s was I wouldn't want to say more fun but just more carefree like I was very narrow-minded and like um what is it I was very focused on um physical looks and like height (laughs) and like oh you need to look like this you need to do this and then I realized that like I don't want someone to have a checklist for me and then I shouldn't have a checklist for them I should be focused on people and then also um I I swore that I would never date a man with kids in my 20s, which I just felt like everyone was saying, oh, you got to date guys with kids. So many people have kids these days. Like, oh, don't worry about that. Like, don't. I'm like, no, I'm actually really selfish and kind of high maintenance right now. So I need, I don't want to be a, a game of, of, uh, tug of war because I know that this man if I like this man he needs to be giving attention to his children so I don't want to take that attention away and I know that I will like I want to so dating in your 20s was interesting dating in your 30s is nicer I think you don't know <laughs> you, you only made it a uh, year. Well, I'm dating. I'm in a relationship. Where are you dating? We're together. We dated when you were 29. Okay, that's true. Oh, it, Jackie, you better preach about your life. Okay, tell us who you are to her. <laughs> okay, gotta make sure. I'm in a relationship with this guy right here. It's going great. So my 30s is great. Like it's going great. Jeff can remind you who he was. Okay, he said you have not dated in your All right, Jeff. All right, Jeff. Okay, so Jeff, what is your insight? Um, when I was in my twenties, I actually am still in my twenties. So don't brag. Don't brag. <laughs> she said don't brag. Don't brag. Don't brag. Don't brag. Turned thirty in March. Um, but you know, like I'm thirty, I might as well be thirty. I've been thirty all my life, damn near. So. Uh, <laughs> So, so when I was in my, uh, when I was younger than I am now, I guess, I don't know, 20s, um, I used to, I used to have stuff like, um, she can't not like milk. Like, I just really love milk and cereal. So, I hate milk. I hate milk. I, like, I wanted, 
sit down and eat cereal with my girlfriend or you know my, you know what if she's lactose intolerant yeah thank you Aaron thank you you were the one talking about gas so look I don't okay I know right <laughs> y'all my 20s man I'm telling y'all this right now okay go on go on okay milk was a non-negotiable <laughs> I actually, uh, one thing for me that's a weird non-negotiable, I love to cook, I love to eat. So like, I couldn't, I can't have a girlfriend that like only eats chicken nuggets. She doesn't have to be completely, she could be picky, like everybody's picky. Some people don't eat certain things, but like, I'd like a girlfriend. I would, I mean, for me, a deal breaker would be if we went out to eat and like, her, I guess this sounds kind of weird, but her, her uh, decision when we were at the dinner table, she picked something that's like not sophisticated. And I, I hate to say it like that, but like like some, like a childish meal. Like I just don't like when I can't have a conversation. If conversation is bad, like if we're at a dinner table and you can't hold a conversation or if you, I guess are trying too hard to hold a conversation I don't know. It's it's just tough for me. I get it. Yeah, it's force. So that's a deal breaker. Those are my deal breakers. Okay, Aaron, what's your 20s and 30s? 20s and 30s. I think 20s, I mean, because I didn't really date in high school. So like once I got to college, I got to meet a bunch of people from all walks of life. Um, I'm a Bay Area born and bred. So like I always had a melting pot of a community around me. So that was always exciting. So um, I, w- I would say I was more open-minded also I was just more energetic to do things that were out of my comfort zone but I also realized that um maybe I might have done that to an extreme extent because I wasn't really um compiling any data to like see what worked for me or what I liked or what really resonated me and what didn't so I felt like all those bar outings all those different outings while they were fun, like I wasn't really cultivating anything substantial or like concrete mm-hmm. with any one person. So there wasn't any foundation of an actual connection. Um, so that was dating the 20s, dating the 30s. I'm just 30 right now. So I don't know how it's going to look, but okay. I do know I am a person who's extremely career focused right now at this juncture in my life. Um, so Uh, I just got a new job and I'm in a new field. So that's all well and good. Uh, Making that paper, that's great. I'm just really focused on just making sure I have a foundation that will eventually be a good foundation to support a family at some point. So I guess now dating my 30s, I think more about like, okay, what does dating look like? How long would I date somebody that I'm actually interested in? Ideally speaking, of course. Mm -hmm. And then like, when would I like to kind of like not have to date or be in a relationship anymore and actually be married and stuff like that so I just think more I'm more future oriented now than I was when I was in my 20s um I wouldn't say it's wasted time but it's definitely more intentional now than it was before um deal breakers have I feel like have always kind of been the same I was just more tolerant in my 20s than I am in my 30s but uh table manners like open mouth chewing I will lose my shit with that um I really don't like that um like Jeff said being able to hold a conversation is huge 
Um, and kind of with that is kind of having a sense of humor too, just on top of that, because I tend to have a dry, sarcastic <laughs> sense of humor. And if you get all sensitive about that, it's like, okay, you clearly don't vibe with me. So, I mean, which is fine. I mean, I'm sure like that can cross line at times, but like as long as it's like communicated and like kind of smoothened out, like that shouldn't be an issue anymore. But sometimes there's people I meet that they just don't get down with it. And that's fine. Not having your own ambitions is a huge deal breaker. Mm. You have mm -hmm. to have your own vision for yourself. Like I should be a supplement, not a requirement to you. I, I want to add to your life. I don't want to be your life kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. when I look for a partner. So that's really big and vice versa. Like you shouldn't be dependent on me. I don't want to depend on you. You shouldn't depend on me. We should want to be together. We shouldn't need to be together kind of a thing. Exactly. Like, that's, that's big for me. Charlie. Okay, so 20s and 30s. <laughs> She's okay. just like, uh. Don't come to me. <laughs> okay, so 20s and 30s, I agree with all, everyone what they said. Because like 20s, I didn't have enough boundaries. Like if I saw a red flag, I'm like, oh, it's okay, it'll be fine. But then I got older, I was like, no, these red flags are really important to me, you know? And like in your 20s, you're just like dating, talking to people. Like you're just happy, like, you know, you're in your college years, you're going your like your first career job. Like everything is just like very smooth, but like, in my 30s now like I know I have boundaries there's certain non-negotiables like for instance like you have to like you know I'm close to my family everyone who knows me knows I'm close to you know the homies like these are my this is my crew Patricia Howard my sister my and my best friends are on this phone call like they're family you guys are family to me so they have to be, know these people and like they have to have the same sense of like closeness to their family because I feel like in my 20s when I dated guys who weren't close to their family, they didn't understand me going home for the weekend to visit my family was important to me. So knowing that. Also, especially with the current climate you have, our current climate, back in the day, I didn't really talk about politics and relationships or like, you know, these things or anything like that. Cause it's just like, oh, whatever. Like we all we live in the Bay Area. Like you should feel these kind of ways I feel. But in my 30s, no, it's a non-negotiable. If you're not certain things that you, I feel strong about, you don't feel like strong about those things or have a good conversation about those things or open-minded then we can't really vibe because that's like my moral compass. Conversation pieces, like I like to have deep conversations about certain things. Um, ambition's really important to me. Back in my 20s, I was like, oh, I'm in college, I'm working. He doesn't have to do that, which is fine. You don't have to go to college. That's perfectly fine, but you have to have ambitions to do something. So I realized the people I've talked to in the past, they weren't ambitious enough. So like they would be intimidated or upset how much I will work. And that's not okay. Like you both have to have that drive. Like I don't want you to need me because you need this just to have and you need to want us to be together so we can grow together as people and individuals and as a couple for instance i talked to this guy and i got i had an accident it was a red flag he went out that night i had a, a car accident he just went out with his friends yeah and looking back on it i was like i should have took that as like he doesn't really care so when my when my mom got sick later he wasn't there for me i was like i should have saw that but you know you're so young and like okay it's whatever but now if i don't see that you care about little things I'm just like, oh, no, like, you're not going to be there for the big things. I'm a little bit different in your guys's, uh, I guess, experiences. So I'm kind of like a serial monogamous. Like, <laughs> I, I like being in relationships, but I'm not, like, in them for the sake of being in them. Uh, so I think, like, in high school, so I grew up in a really small farm town. Uh, so this is like the town where people freaking get married when they're 20, 21, and they got kids, like multiple kids by like 24, 25, right? 
and then you do that whole life thing right so that that's what my town I grew up in is you marry your high school sweetheart type of shit um so <laughs> like I had fun at the beginning of high school or whatever I you know met this one guy and I was with him for like four years and then we broke up I was single for a year got into another relationship for two years was single for like a, another year year and a half and then got into another relationship for like two years um and then now I've been single for like four so it's like one of those things where I didn't I mean, I had like little dates in between where I was just like, eh, whatever, eh, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. But then it was kind of like, you know, our episode on cuffing season where it's like you had the outlier that kind of just like stayed and like got things a little bit better. So, you know, I always, I ended up always pursuing something with that one person. Um, and then, you know, it just didn't work out for several different reasons. But yeah, I think for me, when I was younger, I'm just, I was a different person when I was younger because I also grew up in a really different um, atmosphere. I mean, I didn't move to San Francisco until I was like 22. And so I, and then before then I was at Chico State. So, which is still another big agricultural, small type of college town. And so I was just around that for so long. So who I was fundamentally as a person, I mean, the foundation of me didn't change, but being exposed to different things, um, having your, you know, your world open definitely changed the type of people that you are attracted to. So when I was younger, I definitely dated like your good old country boys, uh, you know, like farmers, kids, hunter, fishermen, cowboy type of people, because that's all that was around. And then I moved to San Francisco, or actually, I went moved to Chico. And then it was like, I was really involved in art and like media and film and television. So I like gravitated to somebody in that atmosphere. And then in San Francisco, it was totally different. I was very driven, like I still am like career focused, business driven. So then I did somebody in that realm. So I've just kind of had like a really broad like thing with dating in itself. Um, just because I think as you grow as a person, you just that reflect like what you figure out about yourself is how you you know what you're looking for in somebody else non-negotiables you gotta be open-minded like if you're not open-minded we can't hang I'm sorry that's even with my friends too if you're not freaking open yeah like we have nothing to talk about sorry get out of my face if, and uh, she's right <laughs> she's right like, I was like no <laughs> um so open-minded uh ambitious definitely um I would say family-oriented and then, you know, just kind and thoughtful, like your regular, just be a nice human. That would be really great. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, good manners. That's the thing about me. If you don't have good manners, manners yeah. it pisses me off. You don't say please or thank you, especially to like janitorial staff or waitresses or anything like that. That irritates me. Like, mm. I'm like, you don't say hi to the janitor just because they quote unquote beneath you. That works my nerves. Yeah. Oh, that's just rude. Yeah. That's just rude. I hate rude people. Yeah. What are your guys' tips that you wish you knew when you were younger, like dating? I'll start. Go. <laughs> marry him. You're not Amen. Gonna... You are yes. not going to marry him. You're Girl, that yes. Yes. <laughs> like my first serious relationship out of high school, I was like, oh my gosh, like I think I'm going to be Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. 
And I'm, no, you're not. You're not. You still have so much life to live. You still have so many lessons to learn and so much to grow from. Like, you're not going to marry that person. And if you do, you know what? Hope it works out. And hopefully you guys grow together. But like, and not apart. And not apart. But you're going to always be growing. And I think um, when you're young, you still have so much. Like, you shouldn't change who you are fundamentally, but you will change. You will change so much. And I think you're building the foundations on what is a hard stop for you. So if you don't develop that individually, when you get older, you're just going to be a tree blowing in the wind. Like, no, I agree with Danny with that. Like, you're not going to marry that person. Like for me in my 20s, I never thought of them or anyone I dated. I was like, oh, this is not, like, I knew better. Like, I knew, because I'm just a very- I was like, I did not know that. I straight up thought I was going to get married. No, I never thought I was going to get married to any person I dated. Like, I'm very, I think, I'm very blessed with my parents. My mom has always been, like, very independent and everything. I'm very independent, but, like, for me, I was like, there's non-negotiables for me, like, now. And I looked back, and I was like, I am so happy. Like, of course, I did think I was going to get married in my 20s. I was like, I'm going to be 28 years old, married with a kid and everything. I did think that. But I know I didn't think I, the person I was dating was going to be the person I was going to marry. But I did think I, I want to be that. But looking back, like Danny said, you grow. You end up being a whole different, like, a, you have your foundation, but you do end up growing as a person. And looking back, oh, I am so glad I did not get married in my 20s. Like, I am, oh, I'm so blessed. Like, personally, like, I don't think I knew myself as a as a woman an individual as a daughter a sister a friend like I can say I'm a, a, a better person in my 30s like don't me wrong like I saw the foundation I had growing up like or in my 20s but I'm a way better person than I am to myself mm. to myself not to anyone else but to myself in my 30s like I know exactly what I want what I don't want okay <laughs> so gentlemen what are your tips Go ahead, Jeff. advice advice that you wish you gave yourself when you were younger about dating for me I guess I didn't really I don't know too much about marriage I don't know too much about like the romanticized marriage and the like the Cinderella-ish type aspect of it so I don't really know too much about ex certain expectations like from a guy standpoint I never really I mean I knew it would be good to get married because I knew that I wouldn't start a family until I got married but I didn't, I don't think that I had, and I have my own expectations by seeing my dad and my family members who've been married of like what marriage should look like. But, you know, I go to a wedding and then I go back home and I'm hanging out with my guys or I'm hanging out, you know, on, you know, I'm not really thinking of marriage in the back of my mind. So I think my advice would be to young men is to maybe try to be more aware of a potential partner's expectations like where you may not be thinking like how you said you're not gonna marry him how many girls have i met back in the day I'm, I'm not many but the girls that i met you know <laughs> what were their expectations how many jeff how many how many because he was collecting four numbers a week you know more i mean like there's four weekends in a month, <laughs> a month. So, you get numbers. <laughs> numbers i thought they were gonna marry you but so jeff was he was chosen he was a chosen mystery <laughs> I love it. I love it. But no, I was going to say, like, I guess just managing your expectations or just knowing that that's that expectation. But on a serious level, two would be to just be honest 
like um, try to be honest and upfront. And I know that's easier said than done, especially when it's hard for you to be honest when you don't really know yourself. So mm-hmm. like it's this expectation that that you know that you should know more than you do or you should say more than you know and you may not even know and it's like if I don't know then I don't even know that I don't know because I don't know what I'm supposed to know like you just flat out don't know you just you're just a question mark just but um one thing like for me I think is interesting that I thought about in this um conversation I'll say this and I'll be done but um no keep talking we love it Thank you. Thank you. So I didn't know how to play chess. Um, I love chess right now, but I didn't know how to play chess until my sophomore year of college. When I learned how to play, I was like, man, this is a lot of fun. And then I just like got a chess board, took it around campus, would play everybody that I could play. And um, there was like a girl when this happened to me like twice in my life. But one time this girl played me in chess and she beat me. And I was like, yo, this is tight. Like, day thing like so I didn't know that that's something that I would you know think would be cool yeah and so so now like now I'm more developed in my taste not saying like a girl has to know how to play chess but like that's something that that could probably possibly cancel out a other deal breaker that I'm like oh man you know Da, 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 da. but you play chess though like but just like now I know myself enough yeah. to know what could potentially be doing you refined your taste refined yeah. my taste I could it's just, like alcohol yeah. it's like you yeah. have those you know kamikazes and shit like that when you're younger oh my god <laughs> but when yeah. you get older <laughs> it's a sangria for me now it's not you the, it's not the sex you doing it's a, a martini you just yeah, it's you, not it's not my sex on the beach of the bar like I used to get in college like I know trashy <laughs> drink I know I, I know say, but like, I was an AMF girl like I, yes you were <laughs> hey me too me no, too it's both right. work so, I was like sex on the beach but no like, oh, right ass blue drinks I was like I have a sangria now <laughs> I have a glass of wine like I'm I'm very much more calm like what's okay good? Okay, like I like a little, you know, some water on the side now, please. <laughs> that's, that's her. That's her order. She's like, "Can I get a glass of sangria and a water, please?" Yeah, it's, it's, it's the hydration for me at this age. Yeah. Okay, Aaron. Um, which kind of it pretty much ties everybody else's advice together. It's like ultimately, you just gotta have patience. Kind of like what Danny said, like you're not gonna marry him. It's like there's plenty of efficiency. Just be patient. You'll find somebody. And quite frankly, it's probably in your path to meet multiple people. Um, it's like kind of like what Chance was talking about, like being career driven and all that, like knowing what she wants. It's like be patient, knowing that your journey for yourself should be a priority, but just be patient because that's going to take time to develop as well. Jeff mentions like you don't know yourself to a high that high of a level yet, so obviously that's going to take patience. Ultimately, everything ties down to to patience, in my opinion. So let it run its course. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, but also just try to be a good person during that time. Learn about yourself. Learn about other people. See what works for you. See what doesn't work with you, and it'll all work itself out in, in that time. But definitely prioritize yourself is also something I would say because you have a lot of growing to do in your 20s and quite frankly in your 30s and thereafter but the growth never ends but especially in your 20s like there's so many things that'll be thrown at you at that decade like so just enjoy the ride and just be patient yeah trial like, and error just growing so you can't define yourself just by like by one person you need to like grow you know 
mature on your own because a lot of things I couldn't deal with in my studies I dealt with like I luckily I've always been like you know I knew more about what I wanted when I got my late 20s but a lot of things I wouldn't be able to handle in my early 20s that I went through like recently or like our friendship wise like losing friendships like a lot of growing Mm -hmm. in your 30s you're expected to be a whole ass adult yes even right now like they expect okay okay in your 20s all right, we all either about to reach 30 or a little over 30. And I'm telling you, I feel like I'm not an adult, like more than no. 10. I feel I like I'm bill to pay. It. I have a bill to pay. I just got to notice my phone. It says, your bill's coming up for your student loan. Well, hello. Uh, don't say bills. Don't say <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, honestly, like you are supposed, you're supposed to go get a job so you can support yourself. Then you're supposed to get off your parents' insurance. You're supposed to find a place to live. You're supposed to do all these things that are adult things while you're trying to figure out yourself. Like, and then maybe try to date too. So it's just like- I was like, throw in a freaking relationship on top of that? That's a whole ass mess. (laughs) We have all been in at least one relationship. Why do, I mean, I I don't know very many women, but I know a lot of men who it doesn't work out but they always come back yes why do you guys come back why do y'all come back like it's new like even if you broke up with them or they broke up with you like y'all y'all come back please please tell us man that's only we can wrap that question up right there i just wonder that answer (laughs) i know for me personally there have been times where i've been quick to jump the gun on things and i use that time to self-reflect and like okay was that really the right decision and whatnot and even then when i do come back it's not with intent to necessarily get back together it's kind of just to kind of smooth things out it's like hey like did we did i did we make the right decision and then we just kind of talk about things that maybe i that came to mind that's pretty much the only reason why that's happened it's never due to an insecurity feeling of like feeling alone or anything like that because i can certainly be alone it's there's nothing wrong with that but there are times where i'm like I might have been a little too hasty with that, or I may not have seen it the way she was trying to communicate it all that time. Granted, at the end of the day, it's on me because either I messed up or I made the call to end it. But I mean, it's kind of, it always starts with just kind of like a circle back and just like, hey, like, can we talk about X, Y, and Z? Like, like, I've had time to think about it. I don't know if you even care to think about it. And then obviously they got to be open to that conversation. And then if it goes to something like to talk about, revisiting then it goes from there or it's like nah we made the right decision or you made the right decision got it jeff i think it's i think people come back or the guys come back because something about the relationship was never official whether it be you guys being boyfriend and girlfriend like i'll say this i'm not a saint and (laughs) i don't think i think but i you know i'm just saying out of all the relationships i've been in i want to say that I have always made it official. Like we are doing this together exclusively boyfriend and girlfriend. So it's never really any point to be like, what are we? No room for confusion. Okay, it's over. Now it is over. Now it is ended for the other ones, obviously. You know, this is ended. So there's no confusion. There's closure. There's no reason for me to need to go back. He never made it, like if you never make it official, then you could never really officially end it. So you That's always, true. it's always an open door. You didn't lock the door. You didn't close it. You didn't walk, you didn't blow up the building. It's always there to use this revisit. 
I'm saying? But that's true. That's true. We don't define okay. a relationship. That is true. So what do you guys think is the best way to move forward once you, if you don't, you know, in a relationship? Like, do you just, you know, reach back and ask them for their, like, why do you guys break up or why is it over? For like, you know, the hey stranger taxes or you just let it, let it go. Like, do you to make me, the comeback? It might not be healthy, but sometimes you might need to meet somebody else. Sometimes you might need to just yeah. better. You need to like, maybe you need to upgrade. This person is a symbol in your life that things might be like stagnant in your life. Mm -hmm. You need a, a roadblock. Maybe there's something you need to switch or flip or upgrade in your life. Maybe you just bored. Maybe. <laughs> like, maybe you just need to do something else. <laughs> oh, God. So, so, so. That's how it ended, too. If it ended poorly, there's no reason you should be coming back. But if it was honestly just maybe a meeting of the minds that didn't happen, okay, yeah, maybe have that. Or bad timing. Bad timing. Like, I used to think that was such a BS answer from girls when I was dating. But I was like, as I got, I was like, okay, I don't have time. So maybe I understand why timing is used as a, as a, maybe a way out. I don't know. I wouldn't want to word it that way because it can be legit. But yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, closure should be achieved regardless, hopefully, but um, in an ideal world. So, which I don't know. Idealism. Ideal. Ideally, I stopped needing closure. Like, yeah, yeah. I realized that closure is for the other person, and like for you, and not for you. So if that person and that relationship ended, and they need closure from me, then that's fine, and I'll do my best as long as it doesn't mess with my energy. Yeah, I'll mm -hmm. do the best to give them that. But like, I stopped needing it because. I don't need to know why necessarily mm -hmm. unless there is something wrong with me that I need to work on to fix. I don't need you to tell me. Exactly. I don't need you to tell me why you may have cheated. I don't need you to maybe tell me why you were bored. I don't need you to tell me why, whatever. Like mm -hmm. I, I can figure it out. And I probably already know and overlooked it. Exactly. Like it's called growth in your own self. Mm -hmm. So on that note, I guess we are done with our wonderful talk today. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Aaron. We're super excited to keep this conversation going. And we probably will make another time to keep talking about relationships and growing because I feel like we did really good today, actually. So in that note, welcome to the Soshi Slave Show. Hope to see you guys next time. I'm Chauncey. That's Heather. All right. Have a good day, Slave Nation. Bye. Bye.